Hola, hola, besitos. On this episode, we discuss a Caribbean heiress in Paris by one of our faves, Adriana Herrera. The main thing you should take away from this episode is that someone needs to write a TV show featuring Las Leonas from this series and the Hell's Bells from Sarah McLean's Bombshell and put them in Lady Danbury's Den of Iniquity. No plot, just gowns and garter pistols and vibes. Spoilers ahead. Hi, Meg. Hi, Liz. We were just talking off air for the listener about how sleepy we are. (laughs) And I tweeted last week that we didn't release an episode because we're sleepy bitches. So we still are. (laughs) We are. We remain sleepy bitches. (laughs) But you went to a fun concert last night, so that's why you're tired. Yeah, and did a lot of walking and therefore a lot of sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was my first, I didn't, I didn't go to this concert for a country artist. I went for the headliner, mm-hmm. but the I mean, I went for the opener, but the headliner was a country artist Mm -hmm. and, um, I have just never been in a crowd of people who are like devotees of country music. And so that Mm -hmm. was a very interesting experience. I have been to one country concert and it was in high school Mm -hmm. or maybe right after high school, summer after high school. And it was brad paisley in that's a big one yeah i think it was brad paisley because um one of my evil exes from my youth um not the one who was the ringleader of the dudes who vandalized my car but the best friend of that dude who then when i was like do you know anything about this tried to blame my other crazy ex different wow crazy ex. okay yeah florida florida boys are built different <laughs> and not for the better not for the better but he made me go to a brad paisley concert i remember thinking like what does one wear to a country music concert well in this case you know it's like a country music artist who's from our state but um was not taking place in our state, not taking place in the South. And so it was really like a fun, funny, like people cosplaying what they think country people mm-hmm. wear or like a drag version, <laughs> but not like, not intentionally. They just thought like, oh, this is probably what, like just lots of like very TikTok outfits, but with like a pair of cowboy boots that have clearly never been worn before. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> Coachella but make it country yes exactly exactly and really like any assortment of hats would do like it didn't have to be like a cowboy hat it was just like hmm Mm -hmm. the assignment is to have a hat on our heads so that's what we'll do yeah that's kind of that makes sense to me that you would go with that vibe Brad Paisley I think was the one who also would have every year every few years a concert in Pittsburgh and there was tailgating at the lot outside of my job and 
it was always like, I remember one of my coworkers saying like, if, if God wanted to send down a righteous cleansing fire right now, I'd take one for the team. Uh, because we're talking like people, like it was, there would be articles in the newspaper the next day about the level of trash left behind. Uh-huh. And we would have personal anecdotes within my building of like, well, someone just peed in the lobby. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. A cleansing fire was maybe called for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we ended up leaving far before the concert was over because I'm just like, I don't know any of this person's songs. And I find all these people around me annoying. So yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. There's um, there's a lot of fuckery that happens when alcohol is involved and mm. that is not really a problem for Luzalana Heath Benzan because no. that just means she's making some money that was so smooth I'm just but really I'm just <laughs> queen of transitions over here <laughs> so the character Lucilana Heath Benzon that you were mentioning is the the heroine from a Caribbean heiress in Paris the first book of Las Leonas series mm-hmm. did that just come out yes that just came out like in the last month I think last month oh okay yeah so it's very recent and, and it's by Adriana Herrera we love Adriana Herrera so much that we were willing to read a historical which we don't super gravitate toward yeah um there are a few people whose historicals I really love Sarah McLean's bombshell I thought was an amazing book I really love Lisa Klepis I just mm-hmm. had another Lisa Klepis book recommended to me today that I gotta go pick up uh but I do <clears throat> like seeing historicals that are a slightly different time period or a different setting from Regency ballrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think accurately representing that there are different kinds of people in the world at that time than yeah. just your, your classic white ladies. Um, yeah. And this is a, like a transcontinental book. Mm-hmm. It starts in Paris, as the title suggests, with a global trade exposition. And Lusanana is there with her two best friends, Manuela, who's an artist, and Aurora, who is a doctor. And they make up Las Leonas. So I checked with my mom about this because I'm pretty sure that I've heard Dominicans refer to themselves as Leona. And Mm. it, it means lioness but it's supposed to mean that you're fierce and ferocious you're a boss so they call themselves las leonas she owns a rum distillery that had previously been owned by the black side of her family so her grandfather and her mother and a scottish investor came and invested in the distillery which shared the profits with everyone who worked on it and Right. book talks a lot about the enslavement of people and how all these rich people have money because of slavery and how mm-hmm. Luzalana's family 
directly tried to fight back against that, Mm -hmm. build up wealth for people who had been enslaved. Right. So her father was the Scottish investor. So he married her mother who had the rum business, which is called Gagna Brava. So she has now inherited it because her dad is gone. Her mother had died before that. And she's at this exposition to try to sell as much of her rum as possible. And she also wants to build up capital for a line of cordials that she's working on. And she wants to get herself and her 10-year-old sister, Clarita, in a good financial position so that for when they move to Edinburgh, how Mm -hmm. do you say? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, which is her father's ancestral home. And she's having a really hard time right now because, one, the racism and misogyny that keep people from wanting to do business with her at the exposition, no matter Mm -hmm. how hard she's hustling. And the fact that her trust fund is inaccessible because it's currently being managed by someone who is very shady. Mm -hmm. Dodgy. Yeah. So at... The exposition, she meets this cute Scottish guy who she's rude to. His name is... Evanston, James Evanston Sinclair, Earl of Darnick. Yeah, and she doesn't know for a while that he's an Earl because Mm. he has this... He's just Evan. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he has this tendency of not telling her some things right away. Not a super attractive quality. (laughs) Yeah, he's not very forthcoming. Yeah. Uh, So what she doesn't know is that he and his secret half-brother are going to expose his deadbeat dad, who is like a rich, aristocratic, titled man who's just in debt up to his eyeballs and has like swindled his children, just been a bad person. married Evan's fiancé. Yeah, his his former fiance became his stepmom. Yeah, so he saw his his son's betrothed and was like, "I'm just gonna take that." (laughs) That she was like, "Why not?" Yeah, why not? (laughs) So they're going to expose him, which is going to be quite a scandal. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't tell Lusalana about this impending scandal when he proposes to her a marriage of convenience because he also has business dealings that will only be accessible to him upon marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is just like, is this real? Is this a real thing <laughs> that happened? I'm not history? like well-versed in history but like it happens in romances a lot and I feel like it can't have been that especially for men I feel like it can't have been that common I can see how it would have been commonplace for women because it's like your property yourself so how Mm -hmm. can you you know inherit this property but um I'm I'm trying to dig through my the back of my brain because I feel like it was done intentionally because his his mother wanted him to be with someone or or I I felt like there was some some family finagling that made that happen yeah and there were some of his mother's wishes that were not met because his dad basically like threw his mother in an asylum yeah he just disappeared her yeah so that is the setup and Lusalana and 
Evan have amazing sexual chemistry. Obviously, I like that Lusalana, who is a virgin at the beginning of this book, is like, okay, I will marry you. I will have a marriage of convenience with you, but I would like to have sex. I would like yeah. to be married in that way. Yeah. Things. And he's like, <laughs> don't threaten me with okay. a good time. <laughs> okay. If you insist. If you insist. Yeah, I like that. She was not like overly precious or like sentimental about this mm-hmm. like concept of virginity. She's like, if we're going to do this, I would like to enjoy myself. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. So what did you love about this book? Did I love? <laughs> well, um, I have a thing for, you know, like protective historical Scots a la mm. Outlander. Yeah. So, you know, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I enjoyed um, Lusalana coming into a culture that she was not like super familiar with and not just like meekly accepting how people treat women mm-hmm. but being like no this is fucked and you yeah. can fuck yourself um but also like her her dedication to being a businesswoman um despite this being a romance she doesn't mm-hmm. she doesn't she keeps her eye on the prize you know the whole time mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. I mean, I enjoyed like the drama with Apollo, his, his half brother. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed pretty much every scene that he was in. Um, so I look forward to what I assume will be book two. Yeah. He's definitely giving me book two vibes with Aurora, mm-hmm. the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they all met they met at a previous event for the exposition. Okay. Apollo and yeah, Aurora, yeah. where Lucilana was not, or she had already left with Evan or something like that. Originally, I was thinking that they had met when they went to the um, the brothel <laughs> the first <laughs> night. But no, that was just Evan and Lucilana. Yeah. What about you? Oh, yeah. The brothel scene was really fun because Lucilana yeah. just like shamelessly went to this brothel. She's like, you know, there's going to be business dealings there. The men go to brothels and they drink yeah. and smoke and have a good time and talk about business. Why can't I? I love that Lucilana is so brash. Uh, mm-hmm. She's always got that thing on her. She doesn't go anywhere without her pistol. One thigh has a flask of rum strapped to it. The other has her pistol. Yeah, she's a real broad, you know? (laughs) And I like that. And I love how Dominican culture is elevated and how she talks about the Spanish that they speak is Dominican Spanish and that they took this language that was forced upon them and they turned it into their own thing. And you could write an entire book about Dominican slang. I Mm. was looking up Dominican slang to confirm some things because I haven't lived in the DR for many years. And I only speak Spanish with my mom, who has also been in the U.S. for so long that she doesn't use a ton of Dominican slang anymore. Her Mm -hmm. Spanish has kind of morphed into more like the Spanish spoken by Cuban immigrants and Mexican Mm -hmm. immigrants in Florida. So I enjoyed all those nods 
to Dominican culture and mentions of Larimar, which is a stone that's only found in the DR. And I have a few Larimar pieces that I asked my mom to send me so that I can have them. I have one necklace at my ancestor altar Mm -hmm. And I have another one that I wear sometimes, and it's like a silver teardrop-shaped Larimar on a silver chain, and it's very pretty. Uh, So I loved that. Another thing about the slang, I thought it was interesting that they called themselves Las Leonas, Mm -hmm. and that in the DR, you'll hear someone referred to as a tigre, which is like a slang way of saying tiger Mm -hmm. with like an extra syllable turn it thrown in and what it means is thug hustler like Hmm. like you are you belong to the streets Mm -hmm. and I feel like Adriana is kind of saying that these very proper wealthy ladies also belong to the streets and Mm -hmm. also are hustlers and that was something that I enjoyed I also like that this had this Lisa Kleypas quality of known and unknown enemies closing in Hmm. Yeah. So it's not just the aristocratic dealings of it all and reputation and everything like that. It's like life-threatening stakes. There's some swashbuckling and adventure that mm-hmm. happening happens. Yeah, the going back to what you said about Las Leonas, that aspect of them being like this sort of like uh not I, I feel like I shouldn't say gang because like that has all these connotations <laughs> to it but like, girl gang yeah it that reminded me of bombshell mm-hmm. in a way because they're very like very proper very lovely very beautiful very like learned but then they're mm-hmm. also not afraid to like kick a little ass if they yeah. need to <laughs> and I like that yeah I think that um and this was blurbed by Sarah McLean. I think that Las Leonas and the, what's the name of the girl gang in Bombshell? Oh, this is embarrassing to me <laughs> that I forgot. going to bug me. Because we've talked about that book quite a lot. Yeah, but it's been, it's been a bit. Okay, so it's called Hell's Bells. Yes, yes. Is that the name of the group? I think so. I think Las Leonas and the Hell's Bells would get on fabulously. I I agree. They would cause I some go to real that, trouble. Yeah, I want to go to that ball. <laughs> That's like that and like put them in Lady Danbury's Den of Iniquity. <laughs> Honestly, I don't need a plot. I just want to read that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, if we could take the the den of iniquity as the setting, keep Lady Danbury, keep the queen, because she keeps things like messy in a way that I like. Put these two girl gangs in there. Yeah. Who needs plot? Like that's just uh, dialogue. Just give me dialogue. (laughs) If you're on AO3 and you would like to write this, please let me know. I will read it. If not, maybe I'll write it. I probably won't write it. I have. (laughs) You have a lot many, of writing to do. I have many other things that I'm supposed to be working on right now. <laughs> okay, so you kind of hinted at what I think is your biggest grievance of the book. What do you think is my biggest grievance? I think it's that Evan is a little shady. You know what? Yeah, yeah 
I had a feeling of like, I, I know like more than I wish I did how difficult conflict is in a romance novel. Mm. And I appreciate that Adriana Herrera wanted to have like some real shit as the conflict and not just like, oh, but they're from different classes and like that mm. sort of thing. I like actual but, like, personality flaws, actual personality flaws. But I thought that there were so many moments when he could have been forthcoming because they're already kind of, you know, it just shows like a lack of honor among thieves. Like mm. they're already in this marriage of convenience. You could tell her like, I also want to bring down my deadbeat dad. I, a thing that she yeah. would be into, but like she the fact would. that- he- my only excuse for him on that front is that Apollo had like sworn him to secrecy. I don't know. Just like slap your brother on both cheeks. <laughs> like daintily remove your white glove <laughs> finger by finger and just be like. <laughs> I mean, and he then... did eventually like talk to him about it and he mm-hmm. understood. Yeah. And I did like that he did tell Apollo like, no, I have to tell my wife. Yeah, and then I, my grievance is a lot of how Lusalana behaved because I understand why she doesn't trust powerful men in her life, and she doesn't appreciate men yeah. making decisions for her because her dad didn't really think that she could run the business, and he's mm-hmm. put her trust in the hands of this dodgy dude. Mm-hmm. But she, I, on behalf of her friends, I didn't appreciate the fact that when he's like, I need to speak to you in private. And she thought that he was going to end their marriage. She's like, anything that you need to say to me, you can say in front of my friends. And they're like, no, we're good. We (laughs) would like to leave. (laughs) And then he's like, come on, this is something that I can only tell you. I've only got permission to tell you. And then as soon as he tells her, she feels like a real dick bad (laughs) like a real bastard (laughs) how about you what were your grievances yeah there's that um and this may be this grievance may be premature I guess I just felt that Evan and Apollo's dad kind of was dispatched pretty easily Mm -hmm. like I know that there's a lot of build-up to it with like research and stuff but like after they have this confrontation, he's all like, no, you can't tell me what to do. And they're like, yeah, we can get lost and sign this paper. And he's like, he just does it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if we'll hear from him again. Like if that, you know, the specter of Apollo being like the heir will be questioned in his book in mm-hmm. some way because of the dealings of his dad. But if not, like that was really easy yeah almost too easy I definitely hear you there and the ex-fiance slash stepmother who like very quickly sheds her ties to him and just like fucks off with her lover yeah she (laughs) conveniently has a lover waiting in the wings yeah right she doesn't I don't think she has any speaking lines I don't know if she's actually I was thinking about that because I wasn't sure. She may have had one. Okay. Because I remember- When they meet? Yeah. Was she the one who was kind of being snarky about Luzalana's outfit? 
Mm-hmm. Or was that another rich white lady? <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> okay, so some rich white lady was throwing, casting aspersions at Lucelana's <laughs> outfit and how it didn't have a bustle. And she's like, well, you do oh, have yeah. a very good eye because this is not this designer, but it is this designer and it is custom. And I don't need a bustle because as you can see, it's not necessary with my lines. So she was like, <laughs> I have all this cake that doesn't need additional frosting. So, so you though, you you it's okay you use the bustle you you need the help you can get i've got i've got cake you've got pancake you just put that (laughs) bustle where it needs to go (laughs) (laughs) um my other grievance was that her little sister clarita was like a a plot Mm -hmm. moppet yeah, she's like a little cardboard cutout that they would walk out into some scenes at the beginning of the book and walk out into some at the end. And like, I know that she's there to sort of heighten the stakes for Lucilana's success mm-hmm. and uh, provide some like barriers on how free she can be. Mm-hmm. But still, I was like, well, also at first, I didn't realize how young she was because I don't think they say her age until a little bit further into the book like in the beginning when they're all on the ship still like talking um no it it does say in the first chapter i think oh, okay she's 10, because i, I was flipping it. through the first chapter to get the names before we came on but i yeah she in the first page she says clarita you're 10 like she speaks directly oh, okay. to her so what I wish, and maybe I listened to this on audio, even though I have the paperback. Me too. Yeah, which happens to me all the time um, because I have attention span issues. So I don't think that the book leaned as much into Clarita being fascinated by the macabre as yeah. it should have, because yeah. that would have been fun to have like a creepy kid just like, hiding in the shadows yeah, and just like, like people kid. <laughs> yeah people looking be like how fucking long have you been standing there <laughs> and just like you know I could see her like hiding amongst the cast yeah yeah making spooky sounds reading books <laughs> like having like talking about communing with the dead like that would have been cute yeah I would that's a missed opportunity because it, it was set up in that first scene Cause she's being sketched, I think, and she's like laying there as if she's a corpse being sketched. <laughs> which I was like, okay, awesome. But um, yeah, well, she doesn't get much more personality than that. Um, oh, I was gonna something, and now I can't remember. Oh well. So, as far as a personality that does shine forward, do you have an honorable sizzle? yeah I guess Apollo yeah same um because he was like a little bit bad mm-hmm. um like I wasn't totally sure about his intentions toward Evan for part of the book and um but I respect to like 
he's like an honorable guy. He's what Evan should be as far mm-hmm. as like the honor among thieves kind of thing. Super influential, super powerful, and like has this sort of like imperiousness that he is well deserved. I guess yeah. like he just strikes me as very composed and powerful, and I look forward to seeing that like subversed in some way within his book. Mm. Yeah. You know? He gives me, um, Oscar Isaac just popped into my head mm. as he does often, but, <laughs> but that maybe not an Oscar Isaac, but that quality that Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac has, that swagger, that kind of machismo that has a little bit of refinement to it. Like mm-hmm. you don't think this guy is going to like be terrible to women but he might be kind of shitty to women (laughs) you know so you think did you see dune no okay so i um, i keep meaning to watch it but i don't have four hours free (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is way too fucking long but he he's like a ruler in that and he's got his normal charm on but he is like kind of a hard-ass ruler and he gets a little mad sometimes at his wife his witch Mm -hmm. wife so well I guess they're not really married but anyway I digress yeah Yeah. I see totally what you mean yeah so I could see that and I like the uh the maybe Count of Monte Cristo vibes like the long Mm. long con like I will get my revenge and it will be glorious yeah I do like dismantle your life so I like that he he does things both above board and below board like Mm -hmm. just however to accomplish his goal he's like "Mm, don't ask how I did that (laughs) don't don't worry about it you might call that working with both hands so like when you're working with angelic godly forces and also with the infernal I like that as a noun the infernal (laughs) the infernal okay so that was honorable sizzle I'm kind of wondering what your vote for worst half is gonna be because you have feelings obviously about Evan's ways Mm -hmm. but I think you really did not like Lucilena's um making him reveal all the secrets in front of her friends yeah I understand Lucilena Mm -hmm. and her motivations I do I still am going to give her the worst half because she really irritated me with that. <laughs> she was real mean in a way that's like, like, I love mean women. I love women who are mean to men specifically, like more of <laughs> women being mean to men, but she was mean like to a man. <laughs> yeah, she was mean to a man in a way that didn't serve her own interests. Like yeah. the dude was very helpful in her business dealings early on yeah and just as a smart business move i could see like you know maybe don't like be rude to him like mm-hmm. do like investigate why he's so interested in helping you mm-hmm. but like you know maybe use this connection i don't know and like he was giving her that really good scottish sausage so do <laughs> scottish people like sausage is that a scottish delicacy sausage yeah i think What's... they have like blood sausage and stuff yeah. which doesn't really i don't love Mm-mm. that as a metaphor Mm-mm. in this yeah. situation um 
What's that thing in the potato? The thing in the potato. It's like a like an egg in a potato ball or in a sausage a, ball. A scotch egg. Yeah. 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 So it's like an egg inside sausage that's like battered and fried. Yeah. He was really giving her like a good plate of sausage and scotch eggs. <laughs> yeah. His meat and two veg. His <laughs> meat and two veg. So like you could give him the benefit of the doubt. And also just like I I really fucking hate when the heroine is like, oh, I don't mean anything to him. He doesn't like me. This is all for yeah. a show when they're clearly obsessed with you. Aficiao. Aficiao is how you would say in the mm-hmm. DR. Mm-hmm. Like suffocating in his desire for her. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, that that got to me. I'm like, are you are you a little dense here, Luce? Like, come You're on. You're too smart for this shit. But also the thing that bugged me was when she insists on going. Well, first of all, she forgets one of the three things that she has to know where they are at all times for her peace of yes. mind. She forgets that. I don't maybe it's because of the sausage. Who can say? But she insists on going back there without someone like with her to which why her like a bodyguard like, I don't know I, for why just yeah. like just be like sure come on you can hang with me like who cares if if it's just to go and retrieve a piece of paper yeah. what is the harm in having someone go with you so that you don't get kidnapped yeah and held at knife point or gunpoint I can't quite remember <laughs> mm. There, it, there's a weapon I think it was a gun because otherwise the dude would have literally been bringing a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> that's true but I think that like did Lucena on that scene lose access to her gun um she was having difficulty getting it without him noticing mm. yeah um because he like snuck up behind her basically he saw her first mm-hmm. so so she couldn't lift up her skirts to to access her yeah her pistol yeah um and then she was aiming it i think while evan was maybe wrestling with him and he was like what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you don't shoot that thing yeah but, uh yeah so that bugged me easily avoidable pitfall of yeah smart but not a lot of sense so how about you my worst half Mm -hmm. lucilena yeah yeah for For that reason similar reason yeah Mm -hmm. for a touch of dumb bitchitis not like a (laughs) not like a chronic not a terminal condition (laughs) but a terminal case it's like not stage four dumb bitchitis not stage four dumb bitchitis Okay, that kind of works. I'm trying to put my um, Lady Loki horns on. Yeah, I like it as a crown. Yeah. It does not stay on the forehead. The forehead. Okay, so we've come to the fan cast. Do you have one? Not really. Neither do I. Okay. I, just before we hit record, Googled Scottish actors because I was trying to think. So I'm going to just pick one. And the one I'm going to pick is Ewan McGregor. He's Scottish. He came up. So I think huh. so. Let's see. Yeah, he's a Scottish actor. Um, 
yeah so space daddy obi-wan <laughs> um could do it and then for luz alana even though there's a big age gap here because ewan mcgregor is out in his 50s probably yeah, so yeah he's 51 uh so maybe time machine ewan mcgregor with uh julissa calderon formerly of buzzfeed and she's mm. on the show Hentified, which I haven't watched, but I think she has a lead role in that. And I would love to see her in more things. She, I think, did a lot for Dominican culture in the United States mm. with her different series on BuzzFeed. And mm. I just love her very much. I think she's funny and beautiful and... I think True. you fan casted her in something before. I think so. I can't remember what, but she's 33, so significantly younger <clears throat> than Ewan McGregor. But let's just use Ewan McGregor as a placeholder. So I know that the character Evan is described as having like black hair, I think. Um, but I can't help it. I was just thinking about Jamie Fraser the whole time. So mm. that's basically what was in my head. Um, and I'm not sure how old he is. What's his name? Sam Hewen. Okay. He, wow. He's 42. That's older than I thought. I did go back and watch the trailer for season one of Outlander last week. And mm -hmm. it's so bad. Like so really? much has changed in like, you know, 10 ish years or whatever that I thought it was like a fan edit of somebody like not that great on YouTube and no, it was like the legit trailer. Like the, the, the production value of the yeah. trailer? And the way that it was like, basically like PowerPoint text, like cutting in between the scenes. Anyway, it was not good. Okay, so Sam Hewen is who I pictured for Evan. And then for Lucilana, I have Zoe Saldana and she's two years older. Than Sam Hewen, but I don't care. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. So I've pulled some cards from the Cosmic Visions deck, and these flew out. Um, okay. I haven't shuffled this deck in a while, so that was very much on my shuffling. But the cards that came out are very auspicious. Okay. So uh, the first one that came out is the Star. This deck is so beautiful. It is mm. these really trippy soft illustrations with a lot of geometric aspects and it's black card stock with white and rainbow details very much my aesthetic so the star is the card of hope of things looking up after the tower card so mm -hmm. all the foundations that could not stand fall fall away and the star signals hope and new beginnings and things working out and we've got the Ace of Cups, which is a beautiful mm. emotional new beginning. This one shows a cup with like rainbow tea spilling out of it. And there's flowers in the background. There's a dove with a little olive branch in its mouth on the teacup. And then the Ace of Wands, which can often signal a new beginning in a creative venture. Wands are fire energy. So it's things getting started. This feels like if it were the Ace of Pentacles, then it would definitely be business related, but I still okay. see it as 
business related as a new venture. And also the fact that it's the Ace of Cups Mm -hmm. and the star, which has like a water bearer element to it. Mm -hmm. This feels like these cards flew out specifically for their businesses. Right, right. And at the end, Lucelana is really focused on these cordials that she wants to make for women and Mm -hmm. market to women and kind of like skinny girl margarita before it's time (laughs) but like not as questionable from a health standpoint because a lot of the herbs in her cordials are like herbal remedies yeah yeah so I see this as like Lusalana is going to thrive in her business Evan is going to thrive in his business and they're just going to be very successful purveyors of the devil's juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Yeah, I think that if anything, like it'll be a synergy thing between the two yeah. of them. I see- They have different kinds of experience. Mm-hmm. I see happiness and creativity and- just ideas bouncing off each other, ideas flowing. Again, all that water element and all that fire element. They are very mm-hmm. passionate people. And Teresa Reed, the tarot lady, says that the Ace of Wands is the thumbs up card of the tarot. Because wow. in the in the Rider Waite Smith deck, it kind of does look like a thumbs up. Hmm. Okay. So that's what I've got for them. I have a recipe that I will share. Um, I can't believe it took me this long, but yesterday was the first time that I ever had a guava mojito, which is made with rum, mm. and it was hella good, so I had more than one, um, but I have a recipe that I'll share for it. It's It's got, like, the freshness that I look for in a mojito with the mint and the lime, and it's not, like, the most beautiful because it's got like the pinkish sort of guava nectar in with the green stuff which kind of mm-hmm. lend, lend like a brownish quality so just like ignore that but it mm-hmm. tastes amazing that sounds that. so good I love a mojito I don't know why I don't drink them more often and guava is like my favorite flavor we had those guava um champagne cocktails at those the party so at my house recently good yeah, that was delicious and a combo that I also had not thought of before mm-hmm. either. Yeah, it was like a guava sparkling drink. It was like a little more more oomph than a seltzer, a sparkling mm-hmm. water, but it wasn't quite a soda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'll I also... think if we had gotten the guava, um, was it vodka? What did Molly bring? Molly brought vodka. And yeah, she she did not get, she got the dragon fruit flavor, but if she'd gotten the guava option, I think that would have really sent it over the top. Mm-hmm. Or like pineapple would have been good. Mm. I'm also going to include a recipe for morir soñando, which I was talking to you about the other day. It's this Dominican drink that's like an orange cream school. Mm. It's really easy to make. I did make it yesterday and today. And I- yeah did get sweetened condensed milk instead of just milk and sugar and it's very yummy and refreshing so do you just like peel a whole orange and stick it in a blender with the with the sweetened condensed milk I just got orange juice orange juice okay yeah I just got orange juice and milk lactate because 
hot girls have IBS. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want to make it with oat milk or anything like that. Yeah. Because I wanted it to taste like what I grew up with. You don't love coconut, but I could see maybe working with coconut milk. Yeah, that could work. And sweetened condensed milk. And Mm -hmm. there's also recipes online that are just orange juice, milk, and sugar. And the way you keep it from curdling is just you make sure that everything's really cold. Okay, cool. you shake it up. So that sounds yummy. Share that. I'm really like thirsty now. (laughs) Yeah, this, these pictures of this guava weed look really good. We should post them with like a link. Yeah. Um, Although I haven't reposted anything in a long time since that one time we got in trouble. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Holy shit. That was weird. That was really weird. That was uh, a over the top. Super lame. Um, I'm going to look up our social page. There's one, there's a recipe that's more beautiful, but it calls for fresh guava, which I know that you can't always get. So I'm, I don't think I've ever seen fresh guava in a store, not even in Florida. I, I got some from Kroger near me, but it was like the only time I've ever seen it there. And I think that they weren't quite right. Like it wasn't the normal flavor. Like I think they were picked too green or whatever to Mm -hmm. unripe because they had to travel so far. And then they were just kind of like kind of mushy frankly Not so right. anyway all just, those recipes will be in the show notes as will our links you can find us at makeoutalreadypod.com on instagram we're makeoutalreadypod on twitter we're makeout underscore already someone already took makeoutalreadypod um <laughs> on tiktok we're making i think about them sometimes yeah who are you <laughs> we what do you want <laughs> Uh, on TikTok, we are Make Out Already Pod. We do not post there. You can get our yeah. merch at make out already.creator bring.com. It'll be in the show notes. And if you want to follow me on the lead up to me releasing my first book, I am going to reveal the cover on social media on July 31st. And that is L Diaz Romance on Twitter and Instagram. Woo! I'm the book excited. probably like I am now thinking probably won't come out until 2023 and like listeners you can tell me if this is like a thing or not but I feel like once October rolls around like I sh- like I should just wait until next year because like everyone's gonna read Halloween books and then during the holidays things slow down mm-hmm. so so yeah. I don't know that I think that's I I mean I agree with you but I I'm definitely open to hearing from any listeners who have opinions. Yeah. yeah. Like if you think like, yeah, just fucking release the book tomorrow. Just like do it. Just like revisions. What revisions? <laughs> who is she? <laughs> yeah. Just like, just put it out there. Uh, let me know. I, I won't do it, but I'll respect the <laughs> chaos energy. Love that. <laughs> Until next time, air kisses.